0: Hello everybody, thank you for listening to the Football Betting Podcast once again. This is your home for tips, insight and discussion on the English Top 4 Leagues. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks to everyone listening today, new listeners and old. Last week, Tom, was an almost, an almost weekend. Another one.
0: Yeah. Another one.
1: Victim of, yeah, the, sh- victim of the shriveled docket. I would say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you tuned in last week, you would have heard uh, we picked Accrington Stanley for our treble. They let us down. The other two teams won. So, yeah. uh, Stanley at home to Gillingham, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, So that was a shame. You know, you put out on Twitter in midweek, you know, you keep a tracker of how I've been doing for all the trebles. Mm. There's a lot of green on there. You know, three wins in the last five shows, is that right? Yeah. And then a number that have... There's probably about another four in the last 10 or so that have been one-off. So we're we're kind of there or thereabouts, aren't we, at the moment, which is really good. Yeah, we are.
1: Yeah, Uh, we're either hitting the back of the net or uh, the referees, you know, everyone's looking at the referees' watch and it's not quite going off, but it's nearly in. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're we're doing pretty well uh, at the moment. So really happy with where the show's going, blah, blah, blah. We must mention, uh, this show is for over-18s only, and it is also sponsored by our good friends at Matchbook, so keep listening uh, at the end of the Premier League segment for an exciting sign-up offer.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right, so everything's back this week, so we've got Prem, Champ, League One, League Two. We're going to pick out our betting highlights from each of the four leagues, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll come up with a nice little treble for you at the end that you'll all like. And hopefully win everybody a little bit of cash for the weekend. Hmm. Uh, We'll start with the Prem then, shall we, Tom? And go straight in with Liverpool against Watford. As you'd expect, Liverpool very short, 1.14 for the win. The draw is 10.5. Watford a huge, huge 27.0 to get the win away at Anfield. Surely anything other than a Liverpool win would be a, a big, big upset here.
1: Yeah, it'd be a massive coupon buster, wouldn't it? I mean... You know, I was yeah. having a look at Liverpool and overs, right? Liverpool and lots of goals to go in. I mean, Liverpool and over 2.5 is still 1.46. It's a little bit too, si- too tight for me to be back in. You know, you got to go to Liverpool and over 3.5 before you start hitting the evens, Mark. So, you know, I think this is a bit too one-sided, I think. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I agree. Uh, Brighton Norwich then kicks off one of five three o'clock games. Anything you fancy in this particular game? You've got two sides here on terrible runs of form, haven't you? Uh, Brighton lost six in a row. Norwich lost seven in a row. So, yeah, God knows, to be honest. I don't want to touch this one. Brighton way too short at 1.52, though.
1: I was just about to mention that, yeah, the price that we're getting Brighton at, you know, for the run of form they're on and Norwich showing signs of life. And that I'm not going any further than that, but signs of life means that you you simply cannot back Brighton here.
0: Uh, Burnley against Manchester City then. Burnley, another big price here. 17.0 for them to get to win. 1.25 for Man City to win. Again, similar to the Liverpool game for me here. Um, I thoroughly expect Man City to get the win. They've got a habit of smashing Burnley, haven't they? Um, I'd say more so at the Etihad than than away from home, but yeah, again, anything other than a city win would be a real coupon buster and a bit too short in the prices for anything
1: that that I like the look of here. I promise the profit chasers, new and old, especially the new ones, please stick with us. There are going to be some, some tips as the show goes on. Uh, but yeah, the Premier League, especially you know, as we go through the docket in kind of kickoff order, uh, very one sided. Uh, I think. The same is to be said, Tom, for the Chelsea Brentford game. Uh, yeah, at the same time as well.
0: Yeah, slightly better odds for Chelsea, one point three six. Um, certainly, think you know you, you could probably throw that one in as an accumulator booster because I don't think they'll definitely, certainly don't think they'll lose. One thing I was looking at maybe both teams to score no, one point six two could combine that with Chelsea to win both teams to score no. Um, if you wanted to boost the odds
1: a little bit on that, I, I don't think they'll be troubled too much by Brentford away from home. Something's gonna have to fall their way for them to get on the score sheet. And uh, we've praised Chelsea a lot recently, you know, with all the off-field stuff. They they keep on keep on going. So I'm with you there.
0: Uh, right. Okay. Up next then, Leeds against Southampton. Now I do have something for this. Three. Let's go. Here we go. So, (laughs) these are two sides who love conceding goals. Uh, Leeds without a clean sheet in 17 consecutive games. Southampton without a clean sheet in five consecutive games. Uh, Eight of the last nine Leeds games have been over 2.5 and five consecutive Southampton games over 2.5. So, you know, Leeds were conceding in bucket loads of goals under Bielsa uh, as his reign came to an end. Jesse Marsh has come in. They're still conceding goals, even though, yes, they've won the last two games, but they're still conceding as well now. They're just scoring a bit more. I certainly think this is going to be a goals game. So Adelaide on either both teams to score, which is priced at 1.6, so punters on matchbook clearly agree, or alternatively over 2.5. Uh, the price for that one. Is one point six eight, so fairly similar in prices. So, kind of a take your pick, but it 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 wouldn't surprise me if they both came in.
1: Yeah, I'm fully aligned, mate. Everything I've got wrote down here basically speaks to what you were saying. Um, Yeah, I'm also there's a little. I've just got a little note here just about uh, leads under Marsh. I'm just not ready to start backing them. Uh, in terms of what I can expect. Because I've seen the good and the bad under Marsh. So I'm really not sure where we're going to end up as a as a consistency, whether they are going to be good and they are going to climb the league towards now in the end. Or if you know the bad is the real leads under Marsh and, and they're going <laughs> to uh, get sucked back into the relegation picture a little bit more. Um, so yeah. I'm taking a watching brief and also Southampton, bloody hell, wildly inconsistent.
0: Yeah, big time. Uh, another tough game up next, though, is a final three o'clock Wolves against Villa. Um, anything you fancied here? Because there wasn't really anything for me.
1: No, I mean when you talk about wildly inconsistent teams, uh, Wolves and Villa, leap off the page, and they are two teams. You know, Villa for sure, nothing to play for, right at the moment. They're 10 they They're one spot off Wolves, and ten points behind. There's like a full, like massive drop between Wolves uh, is, and Villa. Yeah, it's like the top kind of eight or nine are uh, really kind of uh, separated from the rest. I mean, I went down the stats route as we like to do, Tom, to try find something for the profit chasers. I didn't come up with anything, but this is purely on narrative and, and gut feeling. One point nine seven, both teams to score. I think, you know. Villa have been very Jekyll and Hyde away from home. They've won six and lost nine on the road, zero draws. Uh, So clearly they've found the back of the net and let goals in. Uh, Not often uh, it's been low scoring on their away travels. And Wolves, obviously, well in the hunt of a European spot. So they really do have something to play for. It's obviously a West Midlands derby as well. So like I said, the stats, you know, there's no kind of, five games in a row these this team has done both teams to score etc but i think narrative you might be able to get something there
0: yeah absolutely uh finally then manchester united against leicester is the 530 on saturday in the prem 1.57 for united 4.6 for the draw 6.6 for leicester um i'm going to ignore all that because i'm more interested in goals again here yes uh Incredibly, Leicester haven't kept a clean sheet against Man U for 20 consecutive games, which is some going. Uh, <laughs> both teams have scored in four of the last five meetings between the two sides, and uh, they've also featured over two over 2.5 goals. So, recently, they've been pretty entertaining. Leicester have had the better of this fixture uh, winning the last three games against Manchester United across all competitions. Um, I do like the look of... Both teams to score here. One point seven one is the price for that. Or again, alternatively, over two point five. Um, you can get over two point five at one point five nine. So it's slightly lower than the uh, the both teams to score actually there. Um, recently, as I mentioned, entertaining games four two earlier on in the season, two one last season to Leicester at Old Trafford. Uh, we see Manchester United being involved in goals with uh, plenty of games in the Prem recently, beating Spurs 3 2, losing 4 1 to Man City, um, again conceding in the Champions League, losing 1 0 to, to Atletico Madrid. So they're far from watertight at the back. And yeah, exactly the same goes for Leicester. Lots of games. You look down their, their recent games, you see lots of goals conceded, and they've been scoring as well. So yeah, it should be an entertaining one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, you know, anyone that thinks they can back United here, I'd love to hear why, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, not ready to go anywhere near them. Uh, and Leicester, you know, wildly inconsistent. we got two teams here with worst defensive records and Burnley and Crystal Palace. So, it looks like there's going to be uh, goals on the menu.
0: Yeah, right then. Uh, two games on Sunday. West Ham against Everton kicks us off. 1.82 for the Hammers. Uh, I'll have a bit of that, Mm. I think. You know, this Everton side, woeful. Um, I think you read it out on the pod a couple of weeks ago. They've still got the worst away record in the Premier League, uh, which surprised me when you told me, because I I know they've been bad, but I didn't think they've been that bad. One win from their 13 away games, just six points gained, uh, 28 goals conceded, 10 goals scored, so... Uh, shocking, shocking away record. We've seen, you know, we've seen them be battered recently away from home and one one 1-0 win uh, against Newcastle isn't going to sway anything for me, for Everton. I still think they're shocking and they're in big trouble. And this West Ham side at home, we've seen it all season long. Uh, They've knocked off Liverpool, they've knocked off Chelsea. I know that was going a few months back, but they're a force to be reckoned with and I think yeah, Everton are going to come unstuck this weekend.
1: Yeah, they're absolutely appalling. I think if this same team and same manager and same everything is wearing the yellow and green of of Norwich, I don't think we're getting the price we're getting on West Ham. No chance. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Yeah, it's just because it's Everton, it's Lampard, they do have good players, you know, they've got the England international goalkeeper and and all that good stuff. But the fact of the matter is, they are absolutely diabolical under Lampard at the moment. And West Ham, good place to go, you know. Uh, sorry, tough place to go, I should say. Uh, unbeaten in five at London Stadium, including, you know, that extra time win over Sevilla. You know, they've been really impressive this season. They're not going to make the Champions League, of course, uh, which was looking on the cards earlier, but they're right in the mix to uh, get a Europa League spot again. I would be pretty confident in West Ham to win and both teams to score no. I've been pretty alarmed with Everton and them going forward. Uh, obviously, DCL, I think, is back involved, but someone's got to give him the ball. and <laughs> Someone's got to give him the ball, how... You know how he likes it as well. You know he's he's a very specific type of striker. Uh, I'm not sure the team is geared up to play towards DCL. Uh, West Ham and no is three point zero five, so it's a uh, a big old price. I could see West Ham yeah. what, one or two nil for sure. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it's a big price. Uh, finally on Sunday, Spurs against Newcastle. Anything? You liked here. Um, I think for a team as wildly inconsistent as Spurs can be, one point five three is a little short, and seven point four for Newcastle to get the win could. I'm not. I'm not tipping them out to get a win, but you know, seven point four is big because Spurs have been definitely known to throw a wobbly in recent weeks.
1: Mm, yeah, I could see this being like the Chelsea game for Newcastle, where they lost one nil, didn't disgrace themselves, but ultimately, you know. The bookies don't care how the teams play. It's all about the result. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I could see them going there, putting a good shift in, giving a good account of themselves, pushing Tottenham, creating chances, but ultimately losing. Uh, I think Harry Kane is... I don't know if Kane is ever under the radar. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves at the moment. He is flying. He is mm. right on top of his game at the moment. It's probably just because... You know, Normally, this stage of the season, he's on about 26 goals, isn't he? So, yeah, a little (laughs) drop-off there. But in terms of performances, he's absolutely unstoppable. Appreciate the uh, improvement with Newcastle, but a bridge too far. I think Tottenham uh, have enough about them. Last time out, 3-1 against West Ham. A similar story, and they'll get a comfortable win.
0: Okay. Uh, finally, then Monday, Palace against Arsenal. Uh,
1: anything jumps off at you here? First of all, can't wait. It'll be a great game this one. Um, should be an. Yeah, it should be. I, I am. I'm going to back Arsenal, here. Um, hmm. so I don't like going against Palace because I really, really like what they're they're my as a Nottingham Forest fan. Palace are my Premier League team. They play. Young attacking, largely English uh, players going forward. They're so exciting to watch. Like I love Vieira and what he's done so far. They're in the FA Cup semi-final. Like it's just, it's just a good time. It's just a good time. And as a neutral, you know, I think Palace is as good as it gets. But yeah. there's so- something switched at Arsenal. Something has changed. They've got the second best record. Over the last eight games in the Premier League, including uh, better than Manchester City and Chelsea, they they just get the job done. They have come up against a, a bit of adversity recently. Uh, you know they they have suffered uh, a defeat um, against Liverpool, of course, but away from home against Villa, a similar game, in my opinion, one nil. Saka scores in the edge of the box. You know, little goalkeeping error. They get the win. They beat Leicester 2 0 before the Liverpool game. Another win uh, without conceding. They beat Wolves. They beat Brentford. They've beat Watford. Uh, they've beat Wolves again in the league. Like it's, I'm going through their fixtures and it's very kind of robotic and very kind of get the job done. And this Arsenal team is for, for real. And I love Palace, but I'm going to back Arsenal here at 2.04. Right, interesting, interesting. Um, potentially a very good price
0: 1.94 for both teams to score. That's what I was looking at. Um, another both teams to score tip from me. <laughs> uh, I'll tip a team on the nose eventually. Um, eight of the last nine games between the two have been both teams to score, so that dates five years back to 2017. Uh, with the exception of one nil nil, there have been some corkers in the last five years. Uh, so, quickly to run through some, we've had a 3-2, 4-1, 2-2, 3-2, 2-2, 1-0, 3-1, 2-2. So, we yeah. could be in for an entertaining one. And, you know, you look at the history, you look at the way the two sides like to play the game, I can certainly see both of them getting on the score sheet again here. Y-
1: y- yes and no. Yes and no. We'll leave it there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why no? Why no?
1: Why no? Because I'm just seeing Arsenal of have- I've won a couple of games without reply here and I do like what you're saying about Palace but I think Arsenal are very underrated uh, I, offensively at the I, moment. I would
0: counter that by saying yes they've been winning but this month we've seen them concede two against Watford. Uh, last month they conceded against Wolves against Brentford. Uh, so, you know, they they're conceding goals against worse teams than than Palace.
1: Yeah, totally. But, you know, this, it's still the fifth best defence in a Premier League. And, you know, on the road, sure, they haven't got as many points as they'd like. They've got the eighth best record away from home. So I do understand what you're saying. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not buying that 100% at the moment. Hope it happens because no. I'll be a neutral and I just want to see a good game. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. All right, so that wraps up the Prem then. Let's talk from him about the sponsors at Matchbook and how you can get your hands on that tasty sign-up offer that you mentioned at the start of the show, Tom.
1: Yeah, teased it a little bit, haven't I? Um, So, yeah, if you are a new customer to Matchbook and you're considering getting an account, which would be a great decision, use the code TFBPODCAST and you'll get a £20 (laughs) risk-free sign-up offer so you have to deposit 25 then 20 of that is risk-free money back as cash so if you lose you get that withdrawable and you can just put it back into your bank account not an issue obviously if you win you can continue uh, enjoying your winnings so yeah would really recommend matchbook's product the interface everything is is so smooth the customer service and the the live chat aspects are, are fantastic as well so get involved You'll be supporting the pod and our amazing sponsors, Matchbook. TFB podcast is the code.
0: Yeah. Please do check that out. So let's roll on into the championship there. And I'll get us kicked off with one of our old favorites, Tom, how could I not? So whenever we look at the champ, one of the key rules are Bristol city playing (laughs) this week? Tick. Are they playing away this week? Tick. So Bristol city, have got their shocking away record. Um, 12 of the last 13 away games for uh, Bristol City, they've conceded at least two goals. Um, Yeah, that dates all the way back to October. So, yeah, it's a terrible run that they've been on for a long period of time. They go away to Bournemouth this weekend. So Bournemouth obviously second in the league, uh, more than capable of scoring goals themselves with Solanke up front. 1.51 is the price for Bournemouth to score two or more. Not the biggest uh, price thing we're going to read out or show, but judging from stats, from everything we know about the teams involved, it should be one that comes in.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, If it ain't broke, why fix it kind of mentality here, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And Bournemouth (laughs) as well, I would add uh, from narrative as well, Big game for Bournemouth. Obviously, they've got two games in hand on Luton. Six points clear. But Luton aren't slowing down. So, Bournemouth just need to get a couple more wins and, and kind of cement that second spot. And a great opportunity against the team. I'm officially saying it's beach time. Last yep. last couple of weeks, people were shopping for holiday outfits online. Now it's beach time. People are Flights are booked. Hotels organised. Yeah. Uh, everyone's going to Dubai so yeah I uh, think Bournemouth will lick their lips at the prospect of this one Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Agreed Don't mean to upset any Welsh listeners Uh, Cardiff Swansea big derby game Uh, absolutely nothing riding on it of course which makes it a little bit more kind of uh, less enticing should we say uh, I'm actually going to go for under 2.5 goals. Tom, did you ever watch Ready, Steady, Cook? Well, with Ainsley Harriet was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember? I, that? I, I, I can't wait to see how this is going to lead into something that goes on to Cardiff
1: and Swansea. Well, they used to have they used to have a cook off, and it it used to be can't cook won't cook. So someone. Who's happy to cook, but they do bad meals and the quality is bad. And someone who just right. doesn't want to cook. And that's how I see Cardiff and Swansea. So can't cook, <laughs> can't cook is Cardiff. Because they're happy, they want to attack. They want to entertain, but they, they don't have the personnel. And then you've got Swansea on the other hand, who at, sometimes they overplay so much it feels like they don't want to score and this this fixture is historic for under 2.5 goals nothing's riding on it i i don't see a lot of attacking forte in this uh in these two mm. teams so unders is 1.65 so it's odds on um uh, sorry odds against even um so yeah i would be backing under 2.5 in probably what will be kind of boring unfortunately yeah
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that one lovely little analogy there. Thank you, man. Um, Right, I'm going to have a look at Fulham. They're playing away at QPR this weekend. They're 1.74 for the win, so not a bad price really for the runaway league leaders. Um, They've beaten QPR in the last four meetings between the two sides. And... uh, QPR, they're just on a terrible run of form, really, aren't they, at the moment? They've not kept a clean sheet for 11 consecutive games, which certainly doesn't bode well if you're having defensive issues when the firepower of Fulham come to town. Um, I think alarmingly for a lot of people, including myself, um, was their 3-1 loss at home to Peterborough before the international break. Before that, they'd lost 3-1 to Forest as well, and then also a 2-1 to Cardiff and a 1-0 away at Blackburn. So aside from the come-behind win at Luton, they've been really poor in recent weeks. Um, so, yeah, I just think the form they're in, the fans are starting to question Warburton a bit. They've dropped out the playoffs. It doesn't seem like it's all quite rosy in the garden anymore for, for QPR. Um, yeah, and I think form are just going to have too much quality and they'll take advantage of that this weekend.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Bit of a West London derby as well. Um, so, yeah, lots of bragging rights on the line. Fulham uh, touching touching um, distance in the Premier League. So I am looking, Tom, an outsider. And I want people to take this with a pinch of salt. But if you are looking for an outsider in the championship this weekend, maybe Peterborough. 4.7 at home to Middlesbrough. Now, Middlesbrough at home, if this was reversed, good grief. I couldn't put enough money on Middlesbrough to be honest with you. But they're a real Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, Away from home, it's pretty concerning. Yes, they did get a handsome win away at Birmingham on their last uh, game out, but they failed to beat the following, and this is in uh, concession as well. Millwall, Sheffield United, Barnsley, a game in which they lost. Bristol City, lost. QPR, uh, Blackburn, lost 2-0. Then we go back and they beat uh, Blackpool, so the kind of argument ends there. But I'm looking at that Barnsley resort, especially in the Bristol City one. You know, this Middlesbrough team just aren't at it away from home. Sure, Peterborough are pretty much destined for League One. Maybe the shackles will be off. I don't know. Uh, I I'm fully aware that they're not a great side, but if you are looking for you know a bit of an outsider to have a bit of fun with, 4.7 for the posh. I wouldn't be surprised if five o'clock came round and I saw that Middlesbrough blew it on the road again.
0: No, no, I don't think you're too mad um, putting that one out there, to be honest. Um, I think what we can say about Peterborough, at least they're starting to score some goals now. Yeah. Uh, they've scored at least two goals in the last three games in a row. So big improvement there for them. And yeah, like you're saying with Middlesbrough, aside from the most recent two games, before that, they're conceding at least two goals, you know, and they're four against Sheffield United, three against Barnsley, two against Bristol City, two against QPR. So, yeah, it's a uh, concerning away form. However, obviously, as, as far as fans, I love this inconsistency.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: we need this. Yeah, we, we need it. <laughs>
1: Peterborough, Peterborough double chance for the record 2.12, if anyone fancies that. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Um, not really anything else in the champ for me. I, I toyed with, I toyed with throwing Forest right, out Here there, we, we go.
1: I'm having it, Forest.
0: Yeah, you want to go? No, okay, I, let's I go. do
1: want to go. I do want to go. Um, Forest two point four two uh, away away at Blackpool. I think Forest are the third best, uh, sorry, fourth best team in the league at the moment. Uh, it, the league table doesn't reflect it. You know they're down in ninth. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, it doesn't reflect it at all. Uh, 58 points they're on. They've played three games less than someone like Blackburn and they're three points off. Uh, so, you know, the league table is lying a little bit. Obviously, Forrest have to win those games in hand. That's the crucial point. But what I'm trying to say is on form, you know, Forrest have been absolutely fantastic. They got one of the best unbeaten runs since the uh, since the turn of the year. Uh, They are in one to 5th in the form table at the moment. 15 points yielded from eight games. And Blackpool, I respect Blackpool immensely. I think they've been fantastic this season. They haven't looked at one stage like they're going to get relegated. Not even a whiff. And, you know, um, Critchley is destined for for huge things. They're, They're in 13th. I'm just going off the fact of narrative and forest away form. They're the two things I've got. So you've got non-beach versus beach in Forest against Blackpool. and Forest. Well, you could argue Blackpool are always on the beach oh. being, uh, where they are, right? What a corker, Tom Pipkin. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> said, How did I miss that one? That's normally right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. Fantastic. A plus content, I must say. That's probably worth five-star google review from uh from you listener but yeah
0: and it's it's 11 o'clock at night we're coming out with them you know it's uh... amazing
1: <laughs> fair play to you forrest fifth in the uh away form at league table they've been absolutely excellent on the road all season even under those dark dark days of chris hewton they were still better away from home than they are at home I think they'll have too much for Blackpool uh, as as good as they are. So, yeah, back in Forest,
0: 2.42. Yeah, uh, just to back you up again, because, I, like I say, I was toying with throwing Forest out there myself. Mm. Um, I think just something that I noticed when I was looking at Blackpool's home results, um, the games where they've not won are, are the games where they've often come up against a bit of a tougher side. So, you had West Brom... Back in uh, early December, you've had Luton, Middlesbrough, Bournemouth and Sheffield United. So they're the games in the last kind of four months where they've not won at home. Um, And they're against sides who are often, you know, fighting towards the top end of of the championship. Fair enough, mate. Um, Yeah, no more though from from me for the champ. No, happy to move on to the third tier. Well, there's... There's some good ones in here, I think, but some of the prices <laughs> flipping the neck. <laughs> um, Ipswich at home to Cambridge, 1.33 uh, is the price for them to get the win. Certainly, one that you think for me, this is an absolute standout. No losses in 11. They kept 10 clean sheets in the last 12, including six in a row at home. Six wins in the last eight games at home in League One as well. So they're on fantastic form. The problem they've got is the teams above them keep winning because otherwise they'd be a shoe in to gate crash the playoffs and the form are in. But yeah, the, the teams above just keep on winning. So it feels like they're not really getting anywhere in terms of league position. But yeah, form they're in, fantastic. 1.33 is the price at home to Cambridge. Uh, yeah, another team who's pretty much on the beach, yeah. So should be a, a routine win again for Ipswich. If you want to maybe take it a bit further, you could again go for the Ipswich to win to nil aspect here. But um, Ipswich on the nose if you just want a bit more safety.
1: Yeah, a uh, little stat here, um, courtesy of friends of the show, Playmaker. Playmaker stat so underscore playmaker. Sorry at Playmaker underscore e n on Twitter. So, fewest goals conceded in 2022, reverse order. Eight goals conceded, Arsenal Shrewsbury. Seven, Newcastle and Nottingham Forest. Six, Ipswich and Manchester City. Five, Chelsea. Four, Liverpool. So, it just goes to show the elite company that Ipswich are in at the moment Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of keeping that door shut. And, yeah, Cambridge won the last game. But that was against Wimbledon under Mark Robinson, who has lost his job uh, in that time yep. and been replaced. So happy to draw a line through that one. But yeah, uh, Ipswich. Ipswich is the standout, isn't it? If you had to put your life savings on something, which we don't recommend doing for the record, uh, that <laughs> that is uh, that's the one. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, a good segue, actually, because I was just talking about Wimbledon. Uh, this is basically all down to whether you believe in the new manager bounce. So if you think it's real, then Darius Charles is in charge in a temporary manner at Wimbledon following Mark Robinson getting the boot, uh, in midweek. I mean, if you think it's a myth, you've got to be back in Wednesday. Wimbledon haven't won in 21 games, 21 games. Absolutely incredible. Uh, They've lost in every way you can imagine. We found out to our delight uh, two match days ago when we had Cheltenham and they were losing 1-0 against Wimbledon in the 80th minute and they ran out 3-1 winners. They've they've done it all. Gone ahead. Fell behind. Blown leads. Not scored. Conceded early. Conceded late. Set pieces. Open play. It's absolutely incredible. And Wednesday... Sure Wednesday have had a couple of draws recently that they you know won't be fans of at this stage of the season as they're looking to hang on to that sixth spot but back on track with a very routine 4-1 win uh, at Hillsborough over Cheltenham you know it's again it's all new manager bounce if you're if you're scared of it then Wednesday is not the tip for you Charles in charge Charles in charge Uh, And if you think it's a myth and you think Wednesday are better than Wimbledon, which is the truth, uh, then you can be back in Wednesday uh, this weekend. They are 1.42. It's a little bit short, but I think it's completely understandable.
0: Yeah, uh, agreed. 1.42 again in my Mm. next tip. Uh, Wickham at home to Doncaster Rovers. So uh, Doncaster, shocking away record, uh, 22nd. In the away league table, they've won just three of their 20 games away from home this season, uh, conceded 44 goals. So conceding on average over two goals per away game. Um, Wickham are a team who, you know, we were really high on, weren't we, at the start of the season? I've not tipped them personally for a good few months now because they've been pretty up and down, but it looks like they're starting to find a bit of consistency at the right time to aid their playoff push. Um, they're unbeaten in the last five games, winning three, drawing two. But it's the two draws, you know, which I'm impressed with. They drew 0-0 to Rotherham, who obviously top of the league, and drew 0-0 away 0-0 away to Portsmouth as well. Um, so I think with the form that Wickham has started to, to show... Which contrasts with with Doncaster, who, despite being in the relegation zone, they're showing little to no fight whatsoever. Um, I think Wickham can continue to press their claim for the playoffs uh, with another routine win at home this weekend against a team who travel really poorly.
1: Yep, yeah, with you on that one. Uh, I had the same kind of stats wrote down, so I'm definitely not going to uh, repeat what you said. But yeah, Wickham kind of they feel like the forgotten men to be honest with you. It's better, certainly yeah. from my side, anyway. I kind of forgot that they were even in the hunt. Um, yeah. uh, there's just a lot of smoke and fireworks in there around all the teams at the top of League One. so Someone was always going to get forgotten. Uh, let's talk, Tom. MK Dons, Shrewsbury. Now, this is a very tough game. Make no mistake. Uh, 1.88. I'm going to be backing MK. There's a few. I'm going to read out a few things that scare me. First of all, I'm going to be nice and honest with everyone. So, Tom, I I don't know if you knew this, but MK Dons have the 12th best home record in the league this season.
0: That's worse than I thought it was going to be. Worse
1: than Bolton. It's worse than Accrington Stanley. um, And then, obviously, most of the teams above them are above them. Um, So, worrying at home a little bit away from home they've got the best record so that's probably where the most of their points coming from they got the best points return over the last eight games mk dons Uh, offensively uh, fourth highest scorers and crucially sorry the fourth best defense in the league which i don't think mk dons get enough credit for because all the focus is on how they play the attacking players uh, you know, the formations, the the philosophy, the, the idea. I don't think they get enough credit that, you know, they've got such a good defensive record. They're hunting down Wigan. It's very similar to the championship. You know, Wigan are the Bournemouth with the games in hand and the points lead. And all MK Dons can do is just keep winning, put the pressure on, and hope they crack. Uh, Shrewsbury, they've been great recently shrewsbury maybe this is a classic example tom of not every beach team loses every week some beach teams find it as an opportunity to play with a bit of freedom maybe the manager tries new players new formations and uses it as almost like a pre-season for next season almost and they've done really well they've won three in a row they've lost one in the last five when i have a look at mk don's results recently you know there's Obviously, there's a, a loss or two in there, but largely, you know, they've got a draw against Wigan. They beat Rotherham. Uh, they beat Bolton. They beat Sunderland. They drew a Ipswich. Uh, all these teams right up there, MK Don's have come out on top. And I know Shrewsbury have been good. Daniel Ludo, I've got my eye on him for a move in the summer. Like, he's, he's certainly dangerous, but MK for me, I don't think we can ignore them. 1.88, I think it's a good price.
0: Uh, one more from me so that is in the Morecambe against Burton Albion game this is a both teams to score tip 1.73 is the price two teams with dreadful defensive records here um, Morecambe haven't kept a clean sheet for 14 consecutive games Burton haven't kept a clean sheet for 20 consecutive games so that's bad isn't it between them <laughs> Wow. Um, so you know Morecambe need a win here. They're they're in the relegation zone. Uh, They're two points from safety. They need to start getting some points on the board. So they need to really kind of go for this and get a win against a team that's got nothing to play for. So the incentive will be on them to go out and get something from this. And we've seen with Burton, they've got a terrible defensive record, as I just pointed out. But uh, in their away games recently against Oxford, Sheffield, Wednesday and Sunderland, They've not won any of them, but they have scored, um, especially against Oxford and Sheffield Wednesday. They got beaten pretty heavily, 4-1 and 5-2. But they're getting on the score sheet and that's the point. That's all they need uh, for this tip to come in, of course. So, yeah, I think two shocking defensive records, but two teams that are capable of scoring.
1: Hmm. We do our research, so you don't have to. Oh, yeah. Copyright. Right, Uh, we need to
0: copyright and trademarking all this stuff. Yeah, we we
1: do, we do. Uh, (laughs) Let's move into League Two, Tom, and let's just address the elephant in the room, shall we? Forest Green, they're one point two three, incredible. Jesus, I don't think I've ever seen a League Two side at such short odds. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. They're top of the league. They're gonna get. They've had a wobble, but they're gonna get promoted uh, to League One. Scunthorpe, bottom of the league. They are gonna get relegated to the National League. Uh, Forest Green will win move on yeah I don't have anything to say
0: Um, one for me then I'm going to go with uh, Rochdale against Swindon so what I'm looking for here is over 2.5 goals so the price for over 2.5 goals is 1.88 and I'm tipping this because they've had 10 consecutive games against each other that have been over 2.5 goals so Another phrase we should trademark or copyright, whatever. <laughs> if you want to buy an I Follow pass for a game this weekend, then <laughs> this could well be the one. Um, yeah, some very entertaining games between the two sides. Not always both teams to score. Uh, we have seen some sides run out victors to nil, so three nils, four nils, but always plenty of goals uh, historically. So yeah, going for that angle again. Nice.
1: Uh, I am back in. Bristol Rovers um wow. yeah I'm I'm back in the Gas or the Pirates or what I don't know whatever the Gas I think um both I think yeah both <laughs> why not how many teams have more than one nickname any anyway, uh, lots actually just realized so um <laughs> back in uh, Bristol Rovers to get back on track really um because they lost last time out uh, away at Carlisle a team that, yes, is down there defensive, uh, defensively, down there in the relegation zone. Um, oh, God. Yes, a team down there in a the relegation picture, but under Paul Simpson, they've just been insane. Like, there's just, it's just there's no words for the turnaround um, that Simpson has achieved there. So I'm not that bothered that Bristol Rovers lost that. And they're playing against Leslie Hughes' Bradford, and Leslie's managed two wins so far. Um, you know, I'm looking at their last six games. There's four games where they haven't managed to win. Creditable draw, I suppose, against Newport, I suppose, last time out. But losses against Forest Green and Swindon and Mansfield before the two wins. I mean, Bristol Rovers is a very tough place to go at the moment, especially at home. They are absolutely purring at home. Uh, And yeah, they are right up there in terms of the playoff picture. They're a team that no one really wants to pull in the playoffs. And they might not even be in the playoffs, Tom, because they're only uh, outside the uh, top three by three points. So it's a really exciting end to what has been a turbulent season for Bristol Rovers. And it kind of feels like with Bradford, they're letting old Leslie. Um, you know, kind of take the reins to the end of the season, but the the big work starts in the summer. So yeah, Bristol Rovers here, they've got the bit between the teeth. Uh haven't read out a price, 1.97. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that one. Uh was gonna read that one out myself. I've just got one more for League Two. It's Mansfield Town at home to Northampton. Uh, Mansfield are a decent price this weekend, they're 2.1 to get the victory. And it's mainly just off the back of their home record, which is a club record winning run at home. They've won 10 consecutive League Two matches uh, at home. They've won every match at home in the league since the 30th of October. So considering we're recording this on the 30th of March, five months Hmm. winning run at home in the league. That's some going. Um, So I'm just going to back that to continue again. It shown no signs of letting up obviously whatsoever. Northampton come to town, they're a side who generally are doing well, but um, can be pretty inconsistent away from home. If we look at their away record uh, recently, the last five games, they've won one, drawn two, lost two. Uh, the win coming against struggling Stevenage. Losses to Carlisle, loss to Rochdale, uh, drew 0-0 to Scunthorpe as well, who obviously struggling at the bottom. So, Nothing that scares me too much about their away record. Um, so, yeah, I think
1: Mansfield could be a good price to get another win uh, this weekend. Yeah, Northampton, you know, they two of their top four goal scorers this season, are centre-backs, um, and it just kind of feels wow. like Sam Hoskins is the only one capable of scoring, that, you know, that isn't from a corner or a wide free kick or... Whatever it yeah. feels like they're they're running out of ideas a little bit, uh, maybe teams have finally found a way of playing against them. I, I don't know, really not sure. Uh, yeah, to be honest with you, that is your lot. I think from me, I did toy with Salford away at Hartlepool, but I'm a big fan of the Monkeys um, at Hartlepool, so I decided to leave that one alone. And big up Daryl Clark who is edging a return to the Port Vale hot seat. So I expect that to galvanise them. Port Vale away at Barrow, which is a winnable game. I did toy with it. Uh, bit of a new manager bounce, kind of scaries with Barrow, so didn't follow through. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, well, that's that then. Let's recap the treble from last week, shall we, and give everyone this week's treble.
1: Yeah, so agonising, really. Obviously, we had the uh, copyright shriveled docket. Um, 2-1 was the story of the day. Uh, 4-2-1 was Salford. They beat Walsall 2-1. Thank you. Exeter beat Stevenage 2-1. But unfortunately, Accrington lost. 2-1 2-1 to Gillingham so that was a little bit upsetting but as we said we've been on really good form at the moment and plan to see that through into the new week where Tom has an exclusively boosted treble to read you for this week courtesy of Matchbook.
0: Yeah so this treble is available exclusively boosted and pre-made on the matchbook.com website um, direct link to it will be on our social media Feed as you can also, as Tom mentioned uh, in the matchbook section of the show, you can use your sign up bonus so your 20 pounds risk free sign up bonus. You can put it on the bomb, you can put it on the treble. And if it doesn't win, uh, you'll obviously get your, your money back as cash in your account. So it gives you a free chance to try the treble out, back us if you like what we're saying, and uh, hopefully win you some money. So the teams we're going to go for this weekend are Ipswich at home to Cambridge, Wickham at home to Doncaster and Bristol Rovers at home to Bradford and this is the best industry best priced at 4.44 on Matchbook and just as an example uh, if you bet with Bet365 this same treble is 3.96, Skybet's 3.92, Coral Labbrook's 3.82 Betfair and Pally Power uh, 3.62. So, you know, getting getting much better value as we've mentioned. But there's a there's a trouble for this week. Uh, let us know what you think, guys.
1: Yeah, and if it does get to Saturday morning or w- whatever, Friday night, you notice that it's being beaten by somebody, let us know. Slide into the old DMs, T underscore FB podcast, and let us know. And Matchbook will beat it. Um yeah, great segue into the social media part of the show where we encourage you to give us a follow. Uh, you just missed out on a 2,000 follower giveaway, uh, but there will be more stuff like that in the pipeline as we hit another milestone. So we'd love you to join us on that journey, T underscore FB podcast. Lots of good content on there.
0: Yeah, if you had enjoyed the show, guys, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review. Wherever you listen, wherever you listen to your podcasts,
1: yeah, and I think that's it, Tom. Uh, I really, really do love the this part of the international break with all the jeopardy on the playoff games and stuff. But yeah, I'm excited for the run in now for the domestic season. Let's have it, definitely,
0: definitely. Bring it on, thick and fast towards the end of the season. We've got teams that have got six games left in some instances, so. Uh, yeah it's really at the meaty business end now so hopefully we can continue our fine form with the trebles and with with the tips in general Uh, and we'll see you guys next week